0: This is Train Your Body with Melanie Cole, an expert guest from the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. Well, social media has been used now for so many things. People put their recipes on there and they put their parties on there and their pictures on there. Well, what about putting your workouts up? What about showing what you're doing exercise wise? And how can social media not only the technology that's out there like Fitbits and things, but really social media, how can that help you to stay motivated to exercise? My guest is Michelle Stanton. She's a fan favorite here on Train Your Body and a walking coach from mywalkingcoach.com. So Michelle, so Social media, it's huge. I mean, everything is about now connecting with people and networking with people. How is that helping us get motivated?
1: Well, we've known for a long time that one of the key strategies for sticking to an exercise routine is to have a buddy. Now we're finding out that that buddy doesn't have to be walking or running right alongside of you to motivate you. Um, one of the things that I do is I coach um, a lot of people making um, healthy lifestyle changes, exercise, eating healthy, and as part of that, we create Facebook groups, and they're open to people who are on the program. Not everybody always joins, but what I've just anecdotally seen is that those most of them tend to be women, thirties to forties, fifties, sixties, are very supportive of each other and. You know, when they're, you know, feeling like they're not going to exercise, they post something and everybody rallies around, or maybe they've got a wedding they're going to, and they're really worried that they're going to, you know, eat, you know, overeat, and everybody gives them that support. And what I've found is that the ones who are on the Facebook group and sharing and supporting each other tend to do better than the ones who kind of go it alone. And what we're finding now is research is showing that same thing. There's an amazing study that just came out this month in Preventative Medicine Reports, and it's from the University of Pennsylvania. And you don't even have to know the people to be influenced by others. So what they did was they had 217 grad students. They divided them into three groups, and they created a website. So the students were able to sign up for exercise classes. The first group um, on the website, they didn't get anything. They could just sign up for classes. The second group got promotional messages, which we see a lot, you know, tips encouraging people to exercise. Um, And then the third group, they didn't get any promotional um, messages. They were simply divided into groups of six buddy groups. And what happened with that group was anytime anyone signed up for an exercise class, the people in the group were messaged. So over time, the ones that were getting the promotional messages, there was an increase in their activity. But then it kind of dropped off over the 13 weeks. But what they saw with these buddy groups, and they were anonymous, they didn't even know who it was, was that over time increase in exercise classes continued to to increase. So people, as they would see someone sign up for an exercise class, that motivated them to sign up for one. And then they signed up for another, and that motivated someone else in the group. And they didn't even know each other. So this is pretty amazing that just having that um, kind of, peer pressure, positive peer pressure can motivate you.
0: That's pretty cool. It's one of those cases where peer pressure actually helps and yes. is positive and motivates you. That's really, really cool. And and I, I see what you're saying, how it can, because I know my sister recently did a, a half marathon. And yes. when she was posting stuff on Facebook, people were like, you go right on, keep it up, go, you know, and it made her she was like, I love this. I love this. And she said that to me. She's Mm -hmm. like, it makes you feel so really good.
1: Yes. Um, When I worked with Prevention Magazine, we used to do half marathons and marathons walking. And, you know, the biggest feedback that we got was we had message boards where everybody would get on there and support each other. And it's that support that keeps people going. And what's, You know, so many of the devices now have these options, like Fitbit, that you can invite friends. um, And then, you you know, you can see how each other is doing and support. Or they have challenges, where you could get into challenges that you don't even know. Pretty much any of the activity monitors now have these options. And if you don't have an activity monitor, there's websites, like Daily Mile, there's Fitocracy, Walker Tracker, where you can get into challenges. Some of them might be, you know walk a mile a day for the next month, or some of them are step challenges, you know, so there's a, or some of them are just get out, you know, for X number of minutes per day. Um, so there's a lot of options to get into those types of groups. And a lot of people will get a little competitive. I have a friend who was in one of the Fitbit challenges, and she got home like at 9 o'clock one night and saw that somebody was ahead of her. So she went out and walked her neighborhood for an hour or two so that she got top prize. <laughs>
0: I'm saying, you know, it's great for kids. It's a good motivator for kids, too. If we give kids like pedometers or Fitbits and say whoever gets the most steps this week gets Mm -hmm. to pick the movie we all go to, then you see kids running up and down the stairs to beat each other out on getting the most steps, you know. So, yes, competition does add that little bit of extra push to get you going. So it might make you, you know, if you hear someone say, well, I got 20,000 steps today. Mm -hmm. Oh, Well, I'm going to go get 22, you know, so it really, really does. So how do you recommend, Michelle, people get started? Do they just sort of reach out to the people in their own or do you have some ones that you like them to reach out to?
1: Well, as I said, a lot of the activity monitors, you can invite friends and create your own group in there or take part in some of the challenges. So pretty much any of those on their um, sites, you can do that. Um, Daily Mile, Walker Tracker, Fitocracy are some other ones that aren't specifically linked to specific activity monitors that you can use those. You can also, you could start your own Facebook group. Um, so many people, I think Facebook's a great place to do it because that's pretty much where most people are. Um, and, you know, put, put it out there and ask who wants to get started with an exercise program. And this is a perfect time to do it to motivate each other through the winter months, which tend to be the toughest. Um, You know, it could be an exercise-based, it could be, you know, healthy eating, and create that group. You can make them secret groups so that it's, you know, it's by an invite only, so nobody else is going to be able to see, and people may feel more comfortable sharing that way, or you could do it as an open group, or you could put it out there if you're doing it on your own, put it out to your Facebook friends what your challenge is, and ask them to support you, and then post it. And some of the Again, things like Runkeeper and Demondo—they um, you can opt to post those. Map my walk, map my run. You can get those to instantly post your workouts right to your Facebook page, and then you have that opportunity for your Facebook friends to support you.
0: It's great, and you know the the, the uses can be limitless because it doesn't only have to be motivation to exercise, as you Absolutely. said. It could be weight loss. It could yes. be learning to cook something new. It could be recipe following, quitting smoking. Mine mine would be getting enough sleep. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's not a problem for me. I I love (laughs) sleeping. But um, really, it could be any of those things, not feeling depressed, stopping the negative self-talk, anything you want to look out to people and reach out. It can work that way. And social media is so interesting. The only thing that I wonder about... And you can tell me if this is the case, and based on some of these studies, if it's happening, when I was in Weight Watchers 25 years, 20 years ago, before Mm -hmm. I had my kids, and you tell people, then when you're out at a restaurant, they're like, should you be eating that? I can only imagine that this is now quadruple that, a million times more. So if you do something different or you put on a picture of yourself at some swanky restaurant eating some people are going to be like I thought you were on a diet or I thought you were doing fitness thing or if you you know what I mean so does it is there also that negative where now people insert themselves into your business and when you're not doing this positive thing then people are going to give you you know stuff about it
1: I definitely think there's that potential. We only
0: have 20 seconds, so. And depending
1: on the friends and the people that you know, that might be a reason to do a private group and invite people that you know are going to be positive, supportive people in your life that are going to help you accomplish this in a positive way, not a negative way.
0: And that's what's so important. So the ways to use social media to help you stay motivated are really limitless and pretty exciting. You can start your own private group. You can use some of the technology to help you start those groups, and it might just make you more motivated than you ever realize. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio, and we're live every Monday through Friday, 12 Eastern, on RadioMD.com. And this particular show is Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine. Stay well.